<laughs> Here are your hosts, Scott the Bear and Jeremiah the Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we are back for Halloween month. We are. When I was making the show notes, I had to think about that. I'm like, oh my God, we're here. We did it. We made yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. And actually, I, I realized, uh, I think last week would have been our first Halloween month episode, but we, uh, you know, have been a little sporadic on the releasing, but we have been getting better about uh, getting them out regularly. So hopefully, well, not hopefully, we will have a full Halloween month worth of content for you all. And uh, yeah. Cool. Sound effects. Um, also, so we're trying, we're trying to, this is gonna, it's not, isn't gonna get old at we all. We do this every year. <laughs> I had to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, this is not gonna get old. Yeah, not like yep, last yep. year, not like the year before. No, no, not at all. No, just getting interrupted by random sound effects that the uh, listener can barely hear. <laughs> Probably. Just turn it up really loud yep. so when I get to a good loud one, it just yeah, bursts yep. a speaker in your yeah. car or headphones. <laughs> Um, also trying something new this uh, this week. We're we're uh, we're standing up. Yeah. I feel like uh, Tim Heidecker in Office Hours Live. He does his whole podcast standing up. So uh, this works for I me. like to have fun. Yes, I like to laugh. I like to people who can make me laugh. Sorry, that's Office Hours Live. I love that podcast. I love everything Tim Heidecker has ever done. But anyway, we are the Lost at Home podcast. And Scott, what's this show about? Well, we take weird news from the internet, the stories you usually don't hear about on the mainstream media, and we, you know, pick them up from the floor and we talk about them. But the fun thing we do on this show isn't just reporting weird news. We take those news stories and we twist them into content like movies, TV shows, comics. It really doesn't matter. Our only disclaimer is run with it, unless we say don't. And if you run with it and make a movie out of something we say, cool, just give us some, like, credits. Maybe, like, uh, Inspired By. One of those kind yeah, of things. Yeah, that's all we that's all we ask for. Nothing too much. Scott, do you like my uh, stand-up desk? I do. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, you liked it? I've got a... Uh, it looks like I, things you found on the side of the road that you just stacked. <laughs> it really... It's uh, pretty much what it is. It's, it's a... It's it's my... The, the, the small cat tree that I have for my cat. And on top of that is a cajon, which is actually... A little too large for the cat tree, so it's a very precarious. And on top of that, I have a laptop. So, <laughs> hey, everybody, if you hear like a big kabang, that's why, because uh, I didn't really think out a proper uh, standing desk mechanism for this. But I like the stand up thing, man. Yeah, yeah we have I'm, to I'm do stand up this week because I, uh, I ended up in the ER on Saturday. I uh, herniated a disc to the point where I couldn't move at yeah. all. Oh, you herniated that disc? I bad. almost needed an ambulance, but I found a friend who managed to drive me up there instead because I didn't want to pay for an ambulance. Oh, yeah, that's expensive, man. Even with uh, insurance, that shit is, is not covered the best. No, no, so. Friend was better. Yep. Friend is better. Friend better. Dead friend is better. Dead friend best. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we like to start off uh, Halloween month. Actually, we like to start off every Halloween week going uh, throughout the month and sometimes even uh, randomly outside of Halloween month with our uh, horror movie picks because we enjoy horror movies so much. Yeah, we do. That's yeah. my that's my laugh. That wasn't even the app that no, time. No, no, wasn't. It was a very it was a very it was a, convincing a, my a laugh. low volume guttural laugh <laughs> run through a tin can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you have not seen the foley work we're doing in this studio today. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. Wait good. until that thunderstorm rolls in. I've got aluminum back here. Yeah. Oh man, got some oh. cardboard I can crinkle. Yeah, you came in with a full size gong. Yeah, that's not even a Halloween sound. It's just a gong sound. Um, but yeah, we do have um, some horror movie picks we want to bring to the table. Scott, I'm glad you remember this because I forgot that we did this, and you already I do entered. That thing where I remember stuff. I know you've remembered everything so far this uh, this this week. And um, Halloween is too important for me. This is my it, Christmas. It really, it really is. It's it's our it's our favorite holiday easily. And this, you know, the the 
pandemic has a lot of people, you know, worried about how uh, Halloween will feel. But the month, I mean, we had a great foliage season in Vermont here, uh, and we've had very decent weather so far for the early part of uh, our fall, and Except it's been yesterday. very nice. <laughs> yeah, but even that was like it, that, that was, was a that hurricane. Was, that, that was like our hurricane. Yeah, that was like that was pretty windy. And actually, we had uh, you probably noticed from some of the work emails we got, we had a few power blinks in Montpelier, but like mm-hmm. uh, not nothing too major. Um, but uh, yeah. enough to to blow up my oh it's for me to like not be it didn't blink anything except for my TV my TV blinked off apparently I don't know if it takes no, our power did good yet. but at seven a.m. I got up and I uh, made a cup of coffee and walked around my house to make sure everything was still attached yeah like, things yeah. didn't blow away I, I almost I had, lost I a cushion chairs. on my yeah yeah I lost lawn a cushion on my uh, on my uh, porch chair actually I, it, it was it, it was. Off, well, in, I decorated my, for Halloween out front a few days ago, oh, and I had, I had the, some of those styrofoam gravestones, and I'm like, how many blocks am I going to have to walk to collect them all? Oh, my God. You're, yeah, yeah. It was pretty— They were it, all knocked over, but they were all still in my yard. I will say, though, that still was pretty seasonal because I was upstairs in my art room doing art for the most part, and up there, I can—for some reason, the way the wind goes, it's like even a little wind sounds like it's like, whoo! This, this was, was like straight up Vincent Price horror movie crazy, Yep. That's a ghost sound, not a wind sound, but you yeah. know what? They're they're similar. You're using your app the right way. <laughs> by, by not having one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to use an app. Uh, anyway, I want to let you uh, jump on into your pick uh, while I crack a beer, which is the first time I've had a beer in a little while. I feel All like right. it's got to make me nice and peppy. I'm Sounds gonna, good. Yeah. Well, my horror pick is a movie that is a little harder to find at the moment unless you want to spend the money on VOD or you know how to pirate. Uh, it is Becky. And this movie I was in love with and I wanted to see it from the moment I heard about it earlier this spring because it features... Oh my God, what the fuck's that guy's name? Kevin James. Kevin James. The I, zookeeper I, himself. I hate Kevin James. The King uh, Queens himself. Uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's, he's, he's just he's not often, funny. He's often like... Uh, like a laughed at for not being particularly funny and being a lot of very uh, just trope-ish, um, stereotypical bad comedy. It's almost like the bad, like bad Adam Sandler comedy. Like a lot of Adam Sandler stuff is good, but like it's like if somebody tried to make like a knockoff Adam Sandler movie that just like they couldn't get Adam Sandler for, and it was like that same real like low-level humor. I feel like he makes uh, uh, cons- white conservative boomers laugh. Definitely, like, it's definitely people watching him and then Jeff Dunham, like, yeah. stand up. Which makes it all the better that he played a neo-Nazi. And, well, it, and it's his yeah. best acting. I, I mean, no one else could have done the role I don't think he was necessarily even a bad actor. It's just, no, he's, he's but just, now, he's just now not particularly he's a good actor. He's just not particularly funny. And I think it's a lot of times he's just typecast as this kind of, like, you know, average dad, like, you know, kind of funny, but dad joke funny, yeah. but not really dad joke funny either. I don't know, whatever Kevin James is. So I, I, I like when people... Cast people in these unexpected roles, oh, like big time, yeah, th- like something like that. I would never go see that movie, like uh, a, a Kevin James movie. But when it was like he's going to be in this, like kind of he's going to be flipped. I'm like, it can either be, it can be either be so bad that cast, it could be good, or it could be good. In general, like Joel McHale's in it too from yeah. Community and uh, Talk Soup. Uh, he plays a dad, and he's there's nothing wrong with him. He well, does a perfectly fine dad role. So, so is this? Is there any like dark comedy, comedy horror elements, or is it straight horror? Slightly, think? because the best way to describe it is because uh, I've not it, seen it is Home Alone, but bloody, because it uh, features a young woman. Uh, I believe the actress's first name is Lulu. I can't think of her last name at the moment, but it's uh, her and her dad, Joel McHale, going out to their like summer home, and she gets to find out that he's going to remarry. Her mom died a year ago. And while they're hanging out at the home, there's a prison break with Kevin James and a bunch of his neo-Nazi friends who plan to get out of prison to go to their summer home because there's a key hidden in the basement that he wants. Well, hidden in the house. We don't yeah, know where. Okay. It's, I think they look in the basement a lot. That's why I brought it up. But, yeah. 
and as uh, the daughter's out in the woods, he's terrorizing the family and shooting people and trying to figure shit out and trying to find the key. And then she figures out what's happening and she starts home aloneing them. Okay, she sweet. has some amazing kills. So it's like booby trap style, uh, like fun uh, thriller, uh, I'll, thriller I'll, horror. Like I'll give away my like favorite kill. thriller horror. Yeah, my favorite and for for anybody looking for I don't know, it probably isn't even a spoiler. Just something if people don't like this kind of stuff and going in blind. Well, you should have turned this off five minutes ago. Yeah, totally. But, <laughs> but I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give you one now. kill in it yeah. that's my favorite. She oh. uh, puts fishing line on a dock between two poles. Stands at the end of the dock. The bad guy runs at her. Trips, falls in the water. She jumps in the motorboat, puts the engine in reverse, yes. and drives the motor into the fan motor into his head. Yes, I love the I love uh, motorboat it, kills. Actually, it, oh, I, from the okay empty, from the point of view of the guy in the water, you just see the girl grinning, holding the little handle that runs the boat, reversing it into him, and yeah, it's em, just okay, blood. Em, empty promise. Let's uh, at some other point uh, try to think of. And I'll do some Googling as well, because I know there have been plenty of uh, motorboat kills. I would love to have a compilation of, like, ten motor, the top ten, like, really just fine ten sure motorboat Piranha kills. I'm had a few. Well, there's the, uh, I know the new one did, because uh, yeah. uh, the person got, like, the uh, the motor caught in their hair or something like that. Oh, that was pulled, a different movie. That was That was, Piranha. yeah. Yeah, which one was that? I know, I just it saw it pulled, recently. It pulled, like, their scalp off. Yeah, I just watched I believe, that recently. Oh, and God didn't uh, didn't uh, Babysitter Two just have one in it? That as was well? it. Oh, okay. No, I'm thinking of another one because Babysitter Two had one of the guys die that people die that way. Because they were on the beach for um, a good portion. Which, which, by the way, I'm not going to use Babysitter Two as my recommendation, but I will say anybody who enjoyed the first one, just buckle up and it's go a, in. It's like a comedy it, more than it, anything. It is fucking hilarious. They just threw everything against the wall. There's just at one point where they break into a fake video game version of the movie, like yeah. where it's like a fight scene with bars above their head of health bars yep. and I fucking loved every second of it oh yeah they just they were like fuck it this is a comedy now yeah, it, 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 I mean the first one was like cl close enough but it still tried to stay within the realms of reality this is like nope no reality needed I do like the way they wrapped it up I'm not gonna give anything about the uh, ending but as far as uh, you know bringing some people back and kind of redeeming some elements of certain characters I'm gonna leave it as vague as that that is not my pick though what um, is your pick my pick is actually a movie from 2015 I believe it's Japanese. It's Sun Shon Sono, Shun Sono, Sun Shono, uh, Sun Sono. Anyway, he's a he's a very cool director. I've seen a, quite a few of his things. I didn't realize it was the same director. He has these kind of bizarre movies, uh, very like beautiful artistic uh, movies, but not art house. Uh, Tag is first of all the opening scene of Tag. The bus um, is just yes. It it, it my we'll favorite give, horror scene probably in any movie. It, it gives it not only it, I would say it doesn't just give every Final Destination uh, intro a run for its money. It actually like it puts those to sh I wouldn't say to shame, but it is on par with the best of the Final Destination intros. Think, think a ghost ship. Most people have probably seen the opening scene where the wire cuts all the people up. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Same thing, but on a bus, and it just decapitates what uh, fifty students. Yeah, it's it's and it's not even just a decapitation. It's like sub like yeah, anyway. Check that movie out. Um, generally, what, what it is, um, I, I'm trying to actually uh, find. It, it's really hard to make a, a synopsis about it, um, and I'm trying to actually find a good one just straight from uh, IMDb. The problem is only the 2018 film shows up right off the bat. But ultimately, it's it's got these kind of bizarre sets of. They don't really. They kind of drop you right in the middle of it, where there's this teenage girl, and she's just. I mean, immediately faced with this really bizarre, um, uh, you know, series of events, and then. 
it sort of turns into this series of it's almost like Alice in Wonderlandy where there's these uh various almost alternate realities where she keeps encountering um you know versions of the same people but some of them have different names some of them remember her some of them don't and she's yep. trying to like kind of figure out what the fuck's going on in this weird alternate reality and one of the cool things that it isn't necessarily noticed right off the bat but in this alternate reality it's not until she goes into a different sort of reality where she realizes or where you realize unless you've really been paying attention suddenly you're like wait there's not been a man in this movie the entire time it's all woman cast until she goes to this one reality which is all dudes and the dude land one when she goes to that is hilarious because hers are all like vibrant colorful and everybody's yep. like even though people are trying to kill her and she doesn't know why oh the movie's very bright but, but then when she but then she goes into this it's just like the seedy alley with dudes just like masturbating to like yeah. pictures of people just like meh and it's just like okay this is like the dude land is just dudes masturbating like strippers with big tits on the like and whereas hers are very fucked up but it's hers are very psychological and i don't know it's it's a very beautiful film it really uh just blew my mind watch. it's definitely worth a watch and it's on a few uh streaming services including i believe either Tubi or film rise it's on one of the free ones that you don't even have to have a subscription for so check that one out i believe i saw it on prime but um it's uh it's all over the place so check it out all right well on that note we're gonna be jumping into the show proper which yep. is uh well Spider web droppings. Alright, first story we have here, and this is uh, actually from 2017, but it yeah. came back up in the news this year because yep. it's interesting, and we thought we didn't cover it back when it yeah, happened. Yeah, it's so crazy that we missed this one back when it happened, and I'm, I'm not sure like if it's... And it happened in September of 2017, the original uh, article that we're going to be referencing from, but it is, it's, it's crazy what... So we, you know, cover what slips through the cracks. Sometimes things slip through our cracks, like big old stories. This is a letter from the 17th century written by a nun that has finally been deciphered so cool. after, well, 300 years. Eh, maybe 400. Uh, 17th century is kind of vague. Yeah. All right. So, um, Sister Maria Crossifissa? Della Concenzione. Yeah, I'm not good with uh, foreign tongues. Mrs. Pepperoni. Uh, Was a 31-year-old nun living in a convent in Paola de Montiaria? Close enough. In Sicily. (laughs) Not really. I nailed Sicily. (laughs) In everybody that was in Sicily, you got all the other ones perfectly. (laughs) Um... On August 11th of 1676, she was found on the floor of her cell. Her face was covered in ink, and she was holding a note written in an incomprehensible mix of symbols and letters. And according to the historical records, uh, she apparently said the letter was written by the devil in an attempt to get her to return away from God and towards evil. Why? Okay, first of all, I want to stop for a second, because at some point I do want to look this up to see if anybody's... I guess it's only been a few years since they've deciphered it, but... Uh, I would like to. I'm just curious if anybody's created a movie just out of base. Like just that first paragraph should be yeah. a movie. Yep. Like, opening scene of the, the movie. Opening scene of a movie. Like yeah. and then the, and then just cut to modern day of. Uh, no, no. You just keep it going yeah. in that time period, but you make the rest up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I just think modern day cut to Nicolas Cage because he's gonna be in it because yeah. it's a historical document. And he's ah. like, I need the, I need the Constitution. I'll try to do the Constitution for this dead nun letter. Dead nun letter. Dead, that's all you call it. Yeah, dead, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, as long as Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage's name is in a hundred point font, and then it's just like then the title of the movie. Because guess what? People don't care what the title of the movie is if Nicholas Cage is in it. Still haven't seen Color Out of Space yet. Got to watch that. It's, it's all right. Shutter. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. I like that. He, uh, I like that he runs a llama farm. I've been or an in, alpaca farm. I forget okay. which it is. I've been. It's I've been really twist. wanting to. I've been doing some uh, some art stuff and a little bit of like there have been some elements of it that feel almost like cosmic art, almost yeah, like you'd style. Li- you'd like but, the movie. Yeah, I got to check it out. Anyway. 
Going but back that, to your story, I, I just I just love the idea of Nicolas Cage being in that film. And at some point, the, the nun is like, you know, or ghost or whatever is like, I've come for my dead nun letter. And he's like, I'm more of a dead nun getter. And then grabs her by the neck. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he says, yeah, and as far as letters go, you get none. And he's... <laughs> and he I says, almost thought you were going to say an F. But oh, they're going to be an outtake <laughs> reel at the end yeah. where there's bloopers. And an F. <laughs> they, they couldn't decide which one is better. So like, you know what? Stickless Cage, he's going to deliver it fucking flawlessly. Let's give it to him. He, and then he's just like a bunch of those like one-offs the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, I can, I'm just trying to think of all the nun things. Like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like hit kids' hands with rulers. But like, you wrote really straight lines. Yeah. Without a ruler. And then he pulls one out, hits her oh, with maybe, it. Maybe what he has, to, he has to do, he has to infiltrate to, to try to like steal the letter. You know, of course, um, so he National Treasure. Nun. So he, he, he misses Doubtfire as his way into the Sister comic. Act. as a, a, I was thinking Miss Doubtfire, but Sister Act too, as well. I, I mean, say. that's a woman who's yeah. not a nun dressing as a nun. So just gender flipping. Yeah, it. yeah. We, we, I guess that's, a, so it's a combination. Mr. Act. It's a, it's a Mr. <laughs> Act, colon, give me that dead nun letter. <laughs> With Nicolas Cage uh, doing everything. He plays 16 different roles. I really want to see this, the, the gender reverse sister act, which is called Mr. Act, yeah. which is a fail of a title. But yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't wait a minute. tell you anything. Like, wait, is this supposed to be a parody of sister It doesn't act? tell you anything. No, it's a totally original movie. Give me that non-letter. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I couldn't let her go. We could just keep doing This is the show. We're doing this for the whole show. <laughs> One story. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we were You've one got, power progressive. You died once. You're about to die again. It's becoming a bad habit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this Mister Act Two back in the bad habit. <laughs> Wait, now he's just stealing the subtitle yeah. to Sister Act. <laughs> no, you, you said the subtitle in the movie. <laughs> Everyone points yeah. out when they say the title. Yeah. No, oh, you said the yeah. subtitle. It's the subtitle of the sequel that hasn't come out yet. <laughs> Oh yeah, this movie actually starts with the two as well. Like, yeah, that's true. Okay, it is a sequel. I, I love it. I of love nothing. It. Yeah, of, yeah. No, it's a sequel yeah. of the of the news article. Mister Act Two. If you're confused about this movie walking into the theaters, you really need to read the uh, the news article that inspired it first. That's yeah. the first movie. <laughs> yeah, really. Where is really? really that's the first. It's movie. good. Yeah, that's funny. This is a dramatization. All right. All right. Uh, the letter is just 14 lines long and is filled with jumbled, archaic letters. And for centuries, no one has known what they meant. But a group of uh, Probably, uh, what, linguists uh, or whatever. That's what I was actually looking for. Uh, it says they, they were working on a historical description and uh, da, 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 I'm skipping down. Sorry, the story's actually kind of oh, long yeah, and a, a mix, of, mix of words from ancient alphabets. I see. Greek, Latin, runic, and Arabic. So it must be... But it's crazy that... She, I mean, she, if, did she actually know that many or did she just make up a bunch of symbols but it was consistent enough for them to like piece together. You know how like code breakers, they're like, we can figure it out based on patterns. If you yep. figure out one word, you can work backwards. Yeah, they ended up taking uh, software and trying to figure uh, out yeah. if they could make any sense of this, mainly looking for like vowels or individual letters, something that just occurs over and over and over again to maybe give them a word or two. They were hoping just for a little, little peek into what the fuck this thing oh. is. Oh, and when and when somebody's running away with a computer, even though it's the 17th century, he could, he could stop them and go, software, are you going with my computer? Oh, this takes place in the 17th century, not like now? I mean, I thought that's what we determined. The Nicolas Cage movie? How about it goes between time periods, but there's no explanation, but it just jumps. There's no explanation of the time travel, just suddenly like he's he in a different time. Like he drives to the castle in a Ferrari. But when yeah. he goes in, it's all candles <laughs> and, and old. Mode, yeah. Like yeah. a bunch of like uh, monks. I don't know. They're probably not. Uh, they shouldn't be there. But uh, none. They could none be. monks. But no, yeah, not nuns. Nuns. <laughs> no, none monks. 
<laughs> yeah. You're those female monks. Yeah. Which can still be monks. Yeah. Nunks. Nunks. Well, if you call them nunks, then we can throw in nunchunks, too. Oh, oh that's what I was thinking. Like, nunchunks. He, he actually ties two of nunchunks. them together. He ties two of the, the nunks together and swings them around like nunchucks. And he goes, yeah, my nunchunks. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're scraping. <laughs> but it's fucking great. Yeah. All right. I actually do like the idea of two time periods, but no no, no real rationalization. No ration. It's like he just walks into a building and suddenly it's a different time period and he's wearing different garb or something. Like a nun literally sends out a, a distress letter to him, written as a note on a pigeon's leg, and it lands on his uh, on his desk next to his MacBook, and he opens the note and has to like Google translate it <laughs> <laughs> from Italian to English. Yeah, that's great. I just just no explanation. No, you don't need it because it's just like I'm Nicholas Cage. You don't need explanation. Maybe he doesn't have a Ferrari. He literally leaves, closes his MacBook. Puts a sword on, some old clothes, and jumps on a horse that's standing in front of his like upper scale Manhattan apartment. Yep, yep, that's right. And the horse has not, the the thing that would make sense is the horse had like Mustang on it. No, horse has like Lamborghini written on it, it branded. Like, yeah, branded on it. <laughs> Come on, Lamborghini, we gotta go get some nuns. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Love it. Um. So they analyzed the symbols and the graphisms for what they thought were symbols and repeated uh, in the letter in order to locate vowels. And they ended up actually deciphering the entire thing. The computer software was awesome. Awesome. Uh, what they ended up figuring out was it's slightly rambling in nature, but not understandable. Um, so Donald Trump speech. Yeah, I actually kind of thinking that. Um, honestly, he probably if we read it like word for word, it's just gonna be like Nancy and and Pelosi's crazy and uh, Hillary's emails and uh, tiny fish. I really wish there was a word for word of it here. It seems like a missed opportunity in an article like this. Just print the letter, yeah, like transcribe. But instead, we get chunks. Uh, here's a few quotes from it. Um, she called the Holy Trinity dead weights. Uh, goes on to say that God thinks that's he can cool. free mortals. That's the fucking, system works for no one and perhaps fucking, now sticks is certain. That's metal, dude. That's a fucking yeah. metal. Holy Trinity, you're dead oh, weight. Yes, dead weight. Sweet. Um, and the image of the devil is often present in these... Dis- oh, I'm skipping ahead to another quote. Sorry, I should... This I did read this twice. Yes. Yep. It is just such it's, a long, it, dense it is, article. It's, it's from Live Science, which... They're great because I they should have, have taken all the notes out and put it in like a separate. Uh, article yeah, because because I, I love live science because they're very thorough and they actually write real articles. And they're usually pretty well written, but the problem is, is there's a lot of facts that have to. That's actually not a problem at all. That's great, but when trying to synthesize an article on the fly. Yeah, I should have done pre work. So what they're wondering about is maybe she suffered from schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. Uh, because the devil's often present in these disorders. People often say that they get talked to by him or say they see him or believe him. So that, oh, yeah. that's I'd a like, possible... Yeah. Son, of, son of Sam, all that kind of Very stuff. much a possible explanation. Uh, but that actually kind of rounds it out. They they transcribed all of it. And I uh, maybe three years later, I can find a copy of it and maybe read the whole thing next week if it's available. Yeah, absolutely. We can do a, empty, we can do a little fancy, promise. fancy reading if you can find it. Uh, if, you, if you can find it and don't have time, just say you didn't find it. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> Fair enough, but I'll, I'll, I'll make a good effort because yeah. it's probably out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're jumping into uh, modern day now, um, uh, both in the time frame of when this the story came out and also um, the time frame of what you have to worry about. Um, so this is this is uh, fresh news. Uh, yeah. as of, uh, I'm a, glad a, this news came out too because yeah. everyone throughout the year was like, whatever happened to the murder hornets? Yeah, you know what? They've been, they've been waiting and just chilling out because uh, they've been preparing for what they call the slaughter phase. There's nothing good called that. Mm, I would like to like create like the best restaurant 
in town called the slaughter, slaughter phase. phase. Yeah, but you know, just like yeah, it's we just a, it's we're one of those ones meat. where you can see the cow and pig and oh, yeah. pick it out. Yeah, behind like some some glass, you like that yeah, one. They kill yeah. it. Yeah, they kill it right in front of you brutally. Like I mean, like brutally is in like <laughs> just they, they just hammers and spoons. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like they, it's just like somebody like a jigsaw mask, like torturing it. The cow asshole has like thirty minutes to try to get out of the cow shackles. <laughs> just bring in like a seven foot tall mongoloid head butts a pig to death <laughs> right in front of you. Just <gasps> <gasps> slaughter phase. Wow, this is gonna be good. Yeah, he's tenderizing the meat as he fucking head butts. <laughs> this is better than Kobe. Uh, all right. Um, so anyway, just when you think Asian giant hornets' reputation couldn't get any worse, they're about to enter the slaughter phase when they attack in force, decapitate their victims, and prey upon the brood for days. That's what happens in the slaughter phase. So um, what is what they're essentially worried about is that in this phase, and they're they're hoping to get to the nest or nests um, before this actually occurs. So they've been like tagging. Some hornets that they they have, they have the live traps where they get these hornets and they're gigantic, so they can actually put little bugs on them. Yeah, they, oh, they bugs on the bugs. They use <laughs> those uh, they use those humane traps you catch skunks with. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just can't get through it. It's fucking huge. That's, uh, they are like for people who are too familiar with the murder hornets, um, they're two inches long and they don't belong here. Um, the um, that's what uh, that's what my wife said about my dick when I try to fuck her in the ass. <laughs> Which is long and doesn't belong here. <laughs> like, oh, like, boom, boom. I have no wife and I would never say something like that. Um, uh, it says the person who literally just said that. <laughs> no, that was, that was somebody else. That was an alter ego. It, it's different. That was the devil. I have schizophrenia. Phrenia. Phrenia. Uh, six murder hornets, as they're sometimes called, have been caught, trapped, or reported since September 21st in the Blaine area. Uh, I didn't see where the Blaine Seattle. is. Seattle. Uh, Seattle Times, right? So it would be we'll guess near Seattle, Oregon. Yep. Washington, Oregon area is where yeah. they actually uh, are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Washington State uh, Department of Agriculture. I think they also go up into uh, the Canadian West Coast as well. I know. I know it was definitely Pacific uh, Northwest. They found some on an island we reported back in spring yep. off the coast of Canada, and no one really knows yeah. how they got on well, the and island. And, and it makes sense because them coming that way because they, they're Asian hornets, so they would come across they the flew across the Pacific. 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 Yeah. And, um, flew across the Pacific. Yeah. I, honestly, I was hoping you'd catch me saying that. Hey, if they, you know, if, if they've if they've done that, then they probably deserve just to jump be on a freight ship, and that's I mean, it. That's all it takes. Yeah, really, it's probably one just hornet lands on a freighter. Boom, you got hornets. Have you seen Arachnophobia recently? Come no, on, that's not a great recently. movie. It's a great movie. Great movie. John Goodman, amazing. We um, need a movie that's the whatever the word is for the fear of hornets, and do this. You could look up what the fear of hornets might I uh, would, but I'm not going to. Well, okay. I, I mean, I'm just gonna keep it. Hornophobia. Okay, hornophobia. Hornophobia it is. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so what they've done is since they've caught these, um, uh, they've trapped these murder hornets, they've, like I said, they've uh, been trying to like essentially put bugs on the bugs. And they've, uh, unfortunately, in a lot of cases, and I can't I didn't do a tally to see if they've lost essentially all of them, unfortunately, but they were trying to hope, they were hoping they would lead them back to the nest and they'd be able to go infiltrate the nest and um, eradicate it before they go into the slaughter phase where they'll then go to other hives all over. Of course, we know already we're facing like like bee issues in this uh, country, really in the yeah, world. They're going extinct. Where like, and for people who don't even know why, there's like the, the, you know, the hive collapse and all this kind of colony stuff. Colony collapse. Uh, colony yeah. collapse, yeah. Um, that's, that's what I'm thinking of. The, colony collapse. The, the, the buzzy death. Yeah, the old horny death. But these are uh, obviously, though, and those are like honey, like uh, honeybees, and you know the, the bees that actually help the ecosystem, yes. as opposed to say murder hornets, hornets. do nothing. Um, they just, all hornets do nothing. Actually, they're, they're just assholes, and they're like wasps, yeah. and you know, or I guess wasps are like hornets are a type of wasp, right? But um, what I think is scary is how they work, like the tactics explained here. Yeah, 
It, it's crazy. They, they plan. They, yep. they they attack. Here, I'll, I'll read this they, part. They, yeah, they, they mark. Um, they, yeah. They'll visit an apiary, which is a beehive. They'll mark the hive, and then they'll come back and attack it in force, removing every bee from the hive, decapitating them, killing all the workers, and then spending the next several days harvesting the brood and the pupae out of the hive as a food source. Yes. Yeah. So they... This is fucking raping and pillaging to the, like, utmost craziest degree. Like, putting fictional Vikings from uh, lore to shame. Like, yeah. this is going in and just absolutely devastating a hive um, of, of bees we actually need around, replacing them essentially with these things we do not need. Using them, And then, of course, they're just going to use those and essentially hop from apiary to apiary. Um and, you know, which is going to be devastating, but also means they're going to spread, like, further and further because they're going to keep having these little locations, these little areas to kind of create their own little colonies and hives and whatnot. So um, they've—unfortunately, uh, there, there was—you know, some have uh, met with, uh, I would say, maybe, I don't know, mechanical failure, user failure, whatever, where, like, the glue, the glue uh, one time when they were, like, trying to plant a bug on one, unfortunately, some of the glue got on the wing, so the hornet couldn't even take off to go yeah. back to the ne- nest uh there was others that have been uh found dead on people's porches um have been um uh found dead elsewhere so i didn't actually do the tally to find out if there's any more of the six actually still out there they're hoping we'll get them back to the nest or if they have to start from scratch but unfortunately it seems like you know they're concerned about running out of time and they're also uh, you know they still have their live traps out trying to catch more so they can you know continue to do this and try to track down they hope you know, one of uh, hopefully very few locations where they can completely get rid of these because there's something that could at least be extinct from our shores where they don't belong. Uh, I say from the earth. It seems like they could go. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't. I need know them. people are like, oh, everyone, but you, they, they say like every day in the rainforest we lose like I think it's 450 billion trillion. Yeah, we can um, lose species. this one. I think we could just lose this one that's called a murder hornet. Yeah, we gave them that name, but you know what? They were probably bur- like born with something like rape hornet, and we actually just dumbed it. Like we actually kind of chilled it out. We're just like. Well, we used to be raping murder hornets, but well, because Americans <laughs> just like they didn't like the word rape, you know. And we and the, our colonies are called rapiaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I like that. You ah, still got it, folks. So, Applebee's. Uh, they've uh, urged beekeepers if you are uh, you know tending bees at home to your own little personal hives, and you see murder hornets attacking your own hives, don't whack them, track them. Call this hotline and tell the people at the hotline which direction oh, yeah. they flew when like they track left. It, don't whack it when That's they left cool. your hive because yeah. if you kill them, you're not going to find out where they came from. Call 360-902-1880. That's 360-902-1880. Hornets. Zero hornets. But but hornets aren't part of the number. <laughs> yeah, someone's on their phone. H. Oh, I'm getting extensions yeah. pushed through. Hello? Stop I'm calling at- me! <laughs> See the poor guy who has H O R N E T S. That is seven numbers. That is like, no, just like if oh. somebody just typed in 1 802 Oh my hornets, god, why don't they just do 1 800 hornets? I don't know. It would be so easy to remember. They don't have good. Because you can actually have those like. Uh, Redirected. Yeah, oh yeah. my god. That's crazy. 1-800-HORNET. Well, our two new pieces of content is a better phone number if you yeah, fucking jack off. That's right. And, uh, we and also, uh, I also uh, mentioned earlier on the, the porch, I wanted to um, also uh, combine this with a story we had either last week or the week before about the feral swine bomb. Yep. And I won't go into the story details too much because you can just go back and listen, please. Um, and uh, that is about you know the uh, crazy feral hog problem the United States has having right now. So... We would obviously want to dumb the, the the title down, but just killer bees versus killer pigs. I wish killer or murder hornets made honey, because then we could call it honey ham. Oh my god, <laughs> he still can. Nobody cares. Honestly, this is a movie. We can make him yeah, make mur- murder ho- hornet versus feral pigs. But it's toxic honey. Colon. 
honey. But it's toxic honey, and they inject. That actually, that's how they find out that the murder hornets are even there. They actually go in and they like take on the form of the other beasts. So you don't even realize until suddenly everybody eats all this tainted uh, honey. So it also turns people into zombies. Murder hornet zombies. Yeah. Get, so there's murder they hornets. Get antennas and stingers. And, oh, and they realize the only thing that can fight them are these hogs. So they bring in these hogs. It turns out the hogs are killer as well. So sort of like when you uh, bring in Godzilla to like, or, uh, you know, bring in to, to fight a monster. Like in like Japanese. Mothra. Yeah, they're like, oh, mother, we have to bring in Godzilla. They're like, oh, shit, Godzilla's stomping everything. Why did we do this again? <laughs> <laughs> you know, every single Godzilla movie. All right. Uh, I got the monsters, next- baby. I got the next story, and it's a bit of a short one, so I might as well just blow right through it. Yeah, blow it. Um, Knox County man faces charges after trying to resurrect his grandmother. This is in Knoxville, Tennessee, by the way, just to be clear. Yep. Uh, a Knox County man is in jail after ca- causing $30,000 in damages to a cemetery in an attempt to resurrect his grandmother. Apparently, uh, the easiest way to resurrect your grandmother is to break through the gate of a cemetery, take a sledgehammer to all the stones around you. Because yeah. I don't know how you do thirty thousand dollars worth of damage to a cemetery. Yeah, because it, it, it's mainly grass and trees. And especially if you're just there to like dig up a grave or something, that shouldn't cost the penny. Fine. Just that's dig a fine. hole. Yeah, but yeah, well, like what? Yeah, take a fucking Humvee and just smash through the the, the gate. Like scale it. Like a, I mean, like, no, he's probably like three hundred pounds. Can get over there, but yeah. Uh, law enforcement responded on Monday night to reports of vandalism at the church cemetery on Huckleberry Springs Road. Extensive damage included dig sites, broken headstones. Uh, he admitted. How much more of a fucking Mark Twain name of a place? Huckleberry Spring Road. <laughs> Huckleberry Spring Road. I mean, it's a cute, uh, got, it's a cute name. Got another vandalized cemetery out in Huckleberry Spring Road. Yeah. God damn it! Yeah, remember that triple rape, murder, homicide, suicide we had on Huckleberry <laughs> Springs? You can't take yeah. anything seriously when it's like, all right, we got uh, we got a uh, bunch of we got a cult uh, about to do a mass suicide on Huckleberry Springs Road. <laughs> You don't want to go walking down Huckleberry Spring Road. A lot, a lot of rapes on yeah, yeah. Huckleberry Spring Road. Oh, don't go down that road. Don't go down Huckleberry Springs Road. What if, what if I take the left at the Y? You know, uh, da- Daisy Meadows. Oh, worst oh, things happen shit. in Daisy Meadows. Oh, no, nobody come out in Daisy Meadows. No. <laughs> Where nope. do you think pollinates all those daisies? It's <laughs> yeah. a field of yeah. corpses. Yeah, they built a school, Daisy Meadows. Nobody's seen the kids since, and nobody dares go in and look for them. <laughs> Daisy Meadows School was called oddly enough. <laughs> Actually, uh, I love that concept because I've seen movies like that where you have the uh, the picturesque town. It's so cheery, everyone's smiling, but then like there's that shit going on that you know you don't talk well, I, about unless you're the outsider comes in and it's like yeah, you know they're the ones who obviously get into it. Everyone in town knows better. Everyone. Yeah. Well, but that's I think like the the nicer. But they also na- don't warn people that much. Well, the night because the nicer naming, like, or the nicer nicer the name of the town or whatever, the more wary I think you have to be of it. Because clearly they're trying to lure you in. They're like, no one ever dies here, Bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ought to go there. Well, 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 no, I was thinking we'd actually go down to uh, old fuck shit piss springs there. No, that place sounds bad. The no, no crime, no crime in in we will stab you. The fucking, best microbrews yeah. and <laughs> we will stab you road. <laughs> foot tall pulled pork sandwiches. It cost five dollars. Yeah, no, they just grow from the ground. Yeah. The, the way you put your hand there, I actually thought like you were talking about like like from plants. The or, up. Yeah, yeah, like we just grow pulled pork sandwiches from the ground. I think it's all those feral hogs we buried up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and they all they was buried after that big old murder hornet fest, which what you know injected them with honey, so they grow up honey ham pulled pork so this is our, sandwiches. This is oh, our MCU with keys because you can take the Murder Hornet pulled pork movie or uh, pig movie oh and the then, M- and then you M- M- see you the M- M- Murder Hornet cinematic universe yes nice and then you have this town which is like the town over where, yeah. oh no same oh, town same town five years later Daisy Meadows yep I <laughs> uh, love it and then Blaine 
<laughs> we gotta have to get a better name than Blaine. And everyone in town needs to be like Skip and Betty. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the nicest, most friendly oh, names. Yeah. Like, like, oh yeah, Skip will fix you up over the garage. Oh, that's a that's a really quaint name. I haven't heard Skip in a while. Yep. Yeah, and he probably won't either. He's going to jail for ten rips. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry? Oh, no, he's not in jail yet. He can fix your car today. Maybe oh, yeah. keep the wife in the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, honestly, if you want, if you want some good work done, you go over to old, uh, Rapey Joe over there. Well, yeah. what's it, bro? Oh, he's perfect, man. He had never caused a problem to nobody. What never. a Nobel Prize, Nothing. <laughs> Nobel Prize, Politeness and sweetness. They don't even make those anymore, because after they gave it to him, they said, ain't nobody ever going to be more polite and sweet than old Rapey Joe. He just had an unfortunate name, you see? Nobody ever buzzed him though, so he's got plenty of time to just be all polite on his own. He just stayed all day staring in the mirror, thanking himself. <laughs> oh, rapey Joe. Anyway, so. all right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's, that's our, good. What is it? MHCU murder? Yeah, MHCU murder yeah. Hornet. Continuation. Uh, continual universe. Sure. That's let's, connective let's universe. Yeah, connective universe. There we go. Let's have it. Let's see if we can get that into the next one without trying too hard. Well, the next one actually it, 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 it actually comes right on the heels of this kind of concept because I'm actually going to talk does. about um, a place where it's actually supposed to be very nice, but it has a rather uh, ominous name called Hell. It is Hell, Michigan. And a resident of Hell, Michigan is offering the chance to be quote-unquote mayor of Hell for one day by renting out a specially outfitted quote-unquote lair on Airbnb. First of all, if you do uh, rent out any lairs on Airbnb, definitely uh, make sure to go to Airbnb, not Lairbnb. Bing bong boom. Um, <laughs> because wow. usually usually lairs are very bad. You don't usually want to go and rent a lair, but this guy is very nice. John Cologne, the self-proclaimed mayor of the town. Um, it's one of those towns with no official mayor. I just love self-proclaimed. Yep. He has a mayor's lair, not like so. A someone mansion. drove there to like cover the story. Like, which one of you? Where's Where's the mayor? It's not just one guy. Me, I guess. Me. me. Fuck uh, it. Anyone else want to be mayor? No. All right. No. Me. No. Yeah. I'm mayor. I'm the mayor of hell. <laughs> he, he does have this. Uh, first of all, this guy loves Halloween, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and actually, if you look at the way the the place is decorated, he has this tiny little house. I mean, it is a tiny like shed, really. And it doesn't, not really giving any better vibes for his lair, but he, he calls it a mayor's lair. Um, and he's going to actually make it available for three one night stays. Um, that when you stay there, you get to call yourself the mayor of hell. Yeah, October that 18th, period of time. 21st, and 24th. Yep. And this is, uh, unfortunately, for people out of state, he, I mean, he's actually very mindful of uh, COVID 19. Uh, he wants it to be a safe space. Of course, Michigan has been in the news quite a bit lately, especially with the uh, attempted uh, kidnapping of. The governor of Michigan, uh, by essentially proud boy type folks, anyway, White big, big surprise, yeah, who who wanted to put her on trial, but anyway, so clearly there's like a lot of contention in the in in that area of the uh, of the nation of whether people should be wearing masks and you know all this guy. This guy's very. You've got to abide by part of the Airbnb rules that he's put on there for his his residence is abiding by these. But you also have to be a Michigan resident. In other words, he doesn't want this to attract people from out of state bringing COVID all over the place. So you got to be you got to be responsible staying here. And he says he's the biggest Halloween fan in the world and the underworld. Um, and he wants to uh, kind of give a chance for everybody to uh, have a have a chance to um, uh, I don't know experience his what he calls slice of paradise and. Um, in uh, it, oh, uh, by the way, the, the pictures in this place look awesome. They've got this like really, it's the decor is absolutely beautiful. It has this like really old fashioned, almost like Victorian style, like red satin bed. Yep. Um, very cool looking stuff. So this can fit into the MHCU because the family that goes and uh, you know use their car fixed and all that stuff in the the town that sounds beautiful and wonderful, but everyone's evil and bad. In the first act of the movie, 
They drive through his town and they don't want to stay because it's of called course, hell. Yeah. And he says he's mayor hell and they get freaked out. Yeah, of course. Oh, he's a devil. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, and, that's and why they, that really that's rolls right into it. They yeah. leave him. But in the third act, he's the hero. He's got to come in. The mayor of hell comes in. He comes in with guns in. and pitchforks yep. and a baseball bat. I don't know. Just, yeah, just, uh, you know. Absolutely, and that's, that's why I figured this would uh, that this story, albeit short, would fit perfectly into this uh, absolutely unexpected uh, MHCU. That yeah, at one point, like uh, the wife's about to get raped by the mechanic, the husband's about to get raped, raped by the mechanic's wife. Fuck it, it will make it weird. And then all of a sudden, he just it's kicks in the door, and it's the ma- mayor, mayor of hell and rapey Joe. <laughs> like, oh yeah, 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 he's like a sidekick, like his yeah. Robin. Yeah, excuse Who are me. You? We met yesterday. Yeah. I'm the mayor of hell. Who's that? Rapey Joe. Oh no. Uh, uh, excuse me. A lot me. of rape already going on in this house right now. Do we need to bring more in? No, no, no. He's no, just no. he's the sweetest guy ever. Yes, the name. Yeah, thank you very much, everybody. They thank shoot you. they shoot him. They shoot Rapey Joe, one of the one of the rapists. Yep. And it hits his Nobel Peace Prize oh my that's God. around his neck. And that's, that's when right. he opens it up. And he's like, I got this for being the yeah. nicest human yeah, on right. They don't even give it to nobody no more yeah. what, because nobody ever thought that it could be a better one. Well, he takes it off and throws it like a frisbee. It yeah. like, cuts right through the mouth or yep. neck of like oh, one of yeah, the bad guys. Oh, the whole like, face in half and yeah. then comes back to him. Yeah. Goes, it's like Captain America's shield. And he just like flicks it off and he says, sorry about the mess. Yeah. Like he's right. super oh, polite. Yeah. Like yeah. I got a little on the carpet. Yeah. Pulls out some stain remover. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like, 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 like uh, portable carpet cleaners. He's still being raped over here. Only got rid of one of them. Got to clean up. Got to clean up after yourself. It's, uh, you don't want to leave a mess. That's when the leave... mayor of hell like, you know, jumps yeah. in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because he's got the guns and stuff. He's like, mayor of hell, you got this. I got to clean up this stain real bad. You don't want to You don't want to leave a place dirtier than you left. You found it. You want to leave it cleaner than you found it. Yep. I'd be good. Uh, Airbnb, October 18th, 21st. Oh, he does a sale pitch <laughs> for, for the Airbnb hell, yeah. while killing the other rapist. <laughs> Exactly. Like he's uh, literally shoving the, the, the fat dollars. into the bat into his mouth and just punching the butt yeah. of it, like breaking his jaw. And he's like, $18.31. Bring a mask. <laughs> we take COVID seriously. Yeah. And the uh, whole time yeah. he's wearing a mask, the other guy's oh, wearing yeah, a mask. But actually, one of the other things you have to do here is it, it, it's, it's, you have to be, if you want to rent it out with multiple people, they all have to be like members of your family. In other words, you have to, they have to be in the same pod. Yeah. yeah. And, and not even like, because some people have, you know, I mean, I would consider, you know, you and I in a, we're not in like a pod, but, you know, we're in, in the extended. You know, we don't pod up, but we actually podcast, don't we? Um, well, you and I quarantine yeah. heavily and only leave the house yes. for essentials. We're not going to parties, so. Yes, and we and we uh, we are very, very, very good about following all the protocols uh, with, with everybody. Even even when I go to places where other people aren't, I'm not one of those like, I don't want to look like an idiot wearing a mask. I'm like, I don't want to look like an idiot later dying from COVID. No, I cover my face with hand sanitizer and yeah, yeah. I put masks on I my hands. It. Yeah. <laughs> I got masks on my hands. Yeah. Masks on my hands. I'm Mr. Mask Hand. Look at me, everybody. Look Mr. I, mask Hand. I'm going to get COVID down. touching all this produce with my mask hands. No. Why are you touching all that produce? I, just prove it a point. Touch it over. I don't know. Prove it a point. About Can't you tell I'm quirky? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> going to spray this here. That's real strong sanitizer and all the fruits. That's right. Oh, all the kids. You want the candy? I'm going to spray it with sanitizer. 36 kids died today. <laughs> Overly sanitized yeah. cucumbers. <laughs> Because, you know, kids love eating their cucumbers. That's why I always give cucumbers out on Hall- Halloween. I've, I've only get it once, and nobody's ever come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a one-time expenditure for Halloween. Yep, yeah, it's a bunch of cucumbers. And guess yep. what? They get thrown at my house later. Get a nice pickle. Let's pickle out of it. Nice you want pickle. something you'd want thrown back at your house. I think those would break windows. Yeah, I think most of the things, I mean, because if they don't break a window, they're probably just going to blow up against your house. Maybe something that then you could scrape off the ground that would still be good. 
Ooh. I don't know. What could you have thrown at your house that you could you reuse that would break upon impact that would actually be better broken than not? I would say not? pumpkins, but those would also break windows because when they crumble on the ground, the yeah. seeds could fertilize into the dirt, it's and then true. you could have pumpkin plants the next year. Yeah, I guess you could... I With no could, gardening involved. I guess you could just give them seeds, and then they'd throw the seeds at your house, and they'd... Just give them bird seed. Yeah, just give them bird seed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like just, just no, just like throw it at them as they go. Like here's like they're birds, you know, like, 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 a, like a like a t-shirt can, like but pelting them with birds. Thirty six kid died. Kid kids died. Oh my god. No, yeah. no, you, you give it to them in baggies. You hand it to them. Yeah. You go, you're like hand a little birds. You're like boy. half this bag's for you to eat tonight. Now the other half, I want you to save the spring and plant it. You're, you're going to have so many birds in your garden. Yeah, that's right. That's Man, how you grow birds. You, you grow you birds. plant bird seed. Right next to the pulled pork bush. <laughs> I think he's crazy, Mom, but he's definitely crazy. Yep. Oh, yeah. I oh, I forgot to give him the pulled pork. You'll never be able to grow that bush without some pulled pork seeds. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just a tiny little piglet. <laughs> just mold pulled pork, pork in a ball. Just throw it at him again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to wait a long time for this to germinate. I think that's a word that you use in biology. I don't know. Don't forget to plant your brioche bun bush. Oh yeah, you want to grow <laughs> right next to it. Right bush. next to it, they cross pollinate. They do. That's right. And then then one, you get sliders. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like pulled pork sliders fresh from the belly of Mother Earth. <laughs> You're just gonna wipe the dirt off of them right here because oh, they've been yeah. growing in the well, garden. Course, you gotta put it in a in a pulled pork spinner. <laughs> Pulled pork spinner. <laughs> just grease. You just, you just, yeah, you just keep spinning until all the grit and, comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. You'll have a sip full of sand and a belly full of pork. Yeah, God. Are you sick of drying your pulled pork the old fashioned way? Wait, what? <laughs> Get the pulled pork spinner. Just yeah, throw it in the. Just like. Yeah, and then spinning and there's just like that orange grease. Like yeah, just that thick orange just hitting the walls. I can't believe it's been this easy the whole time. And it's just, it's got to be really loud so somebody has to scream over it in the infomercial. Yeah. Well, it's bone in pork. Like, he's got to have the bones <laughs> clinking on the inside. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And just go in and empty the the bone reservoir after it's all done. <laughs> got a little tray. Just, oh, and there's like a little baby skull in there. Like, oh, don't know how that got in there. It's like bleached. Like a bleached leg, a, a, a butt part, a hip part, a, yeah. a, a skull of a pig. Oh, yeah. just, all bleached. Yep. yep. Oh, my God. Because it's got to look like it cleans it well. Yeah. It cleans the bones. So good, you can eat off them. That's what I use as my plate. Pig bones. <laughs> oh, pig bone plate, Peter. That's what they call me. The cranial I cap of dementia. a pig could be a little ball. I, just, I, just the top, just the top. Well, it, uh, it was um, uh, shoot, what the hell was it? It was uh, Ed Gein who used like uh, yeah, know, a skull to like hold pencils or something like that. Yeah. Maybe that was something I made up for this show one time. I can't remember. It's either real or not. I think he used a skull. <laughs> I'm to, like, not helpful. <laughs> he may have like eaten cereal out of it. I just a picture him just being like, want some cereal, and just like handing you some Captain Crunch in a half of a skull, and you're like, uh, it's rude to say no, and he just pours some milk, and you got to eat uh, you know cereal out of his dead mom's. Uh, uh, skull. I don't know why this came to me just now. I'm going to take a left turn here. Uh, you know, tourist season's going on in Vermont. Oh, we don't want to take a left turn toward Daisy Meadows. It's kind of based on that. I think that's why it rolled up in my brain. Yeah. I've really badly been wanting to, although I don't want to not quarantine, you know, but like walk downtown and find a group of people who are obviously tourists. Yeah. Obviously. And just walk up to them and be like, hey, do you guys know where uh, uh, Julio's is? And uh, when they're not, when they say like uh, no no we don't be like oh okay just take a left down this street <laughs> go three blocks this way and it'll be on your uh, right side they have a sign on the street and then just fuck off fast 
<laughs> That's great. And the good thing is for directions, but only to tell them where well, they should. And, and the good thing is, even if you accidentally, if even if you come across people you think are tourists and they're not, they're just going to tell you where Julio's in is, and you're not going to. And nothing out. happens. You, you just walk like, off. Oh, cool. Thank fail. you. It's just See you later. Fail. Yeah. Yeah, or they tell you, and you go, no, and then you yeah. tell them wrong directions to Julio's. Do you know where the liquor store is? No, no, we're from out of town. It's, oh, okay. You just go down the street, and you yeah. act like you're helping yeah. them, even yeah. though you initiated but, it, you brought it up. <laughs> and actually, if you go in, ask for Brian, because he's actually, like, he's a, he, like he'll give you a little bit of a deal if he knows that I sent you. And just give him yeah. my name, and just walk off, and like, what's your name? I want a deal just, on just liquor. Just give him my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said my name. Give him my name. Turn around real quick. And I, I miss uh, one more button on your dress up. Um, Brian's a looker. Brian, oh, Brian yeah. likes to look. Yeah, he he's stares. a looker. And honestly, after a little while, he becomes a groper real fast. You know, yeah. they, they call him, uh, we call him Dandy Brian. That's because what that's what happens. That's what happens when you have a, con- a convicted sex offender and an alcoholic working at the liquor yeah, store. Yeah, boy, they did not vet him well <laughs> at all. They were desperate and, uh, yeah. Well, you know, see you later. My name. I think the other uh, option with that would be also walking up to someone and be like, "Hey, do you have a do you have do you have any spare change?" And they're like, "No, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like a gross yeah. amount, like yeah. a fistful, yeah. Yeah. like here, three dollars in change." <laughs> now you have some. Now you have some. Act indignant too. Yeah. Now you have some. Now can I have some spare change? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have change for a dollar? Or do you do that in a big city when someone walks past a homeless person, you hear that interaction, like, can you spare some change? And you're like, oh, no, no, I don't have any. Immediately walk up, to, not to the homeless person, yeah. to the other one, be like, here. Yeah. Now watch do the right thing. Yeah. And just, yeah, and just, just stare, watch, stare and watch him. <laughs> Give him that money while I masturbate myself, because this is the only way oh, to yeah. get hard now. Oh, yeah, it's called charity, come. It's the only way I can get charity. hard. It's fucking, it's and, it, and it doesn't work if I do the charity. It has to yeah. be through yeah, exactly. another I, I, human. I, know, I, have to, I need it's, to watch. Exactly. Voyeuristic charity. charity is the only way I can get hard anymore now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, you fucking save that orphan. <laughs> Okay, I'm like, it's so little gross. Like, you're in the grocery store, and they're like, would you like to give a dollar for the vets? And as you see them, like, hand it over, you just start going, oh, fuck. Oh, wait, sweat Don't you do that. Don't you do that, or I'm going to pop in my fucking you pants. Fuck, you fucking tease. You give that vet his dollar. Oh, yeah, yes, right. Oh, you do want to give to the food bank, don't you? And he just, it's just it's the guy that gets arrested every year outside of those fucking, uh, outside of, like, Walmart, where the Salvation Army Santa's just bringing the bell. He's just sitting there, like, with his robe, fucking whacking it the whole time. Yeah. Like, oh, some more you just stand ten feet. To the right, as you walk by, be like, "Hey, uh, excuse me, can you uh, can you give this to him?" Yeah, it's got some forty forty thousand dollars. Like, and as over they the start walking of... away, just be like, "Oh yeah, give it to him. Yeah, give it to give him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Yeah, take it. Take it." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, he's really helping the world though. <laughs> Gives up way five hundred thousand dollars in one Christmas season, yeah, yeah. but he's just like, this, but he's this fucking crazy rich dude, and he's like, you know what? We gotta let him have this. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think I think honestly we're we're nearing the end of the show here. Um, I th- I don't know actually the next next story is pretty quick. You want to just cover the Gravedigger one? You said it was a pretty quick one. We don't have to come up with extra content for it because I do want to go out on the reading of kissing the coronavirus, um, which I'll give a little uh, prelude to. But I think we still have enough time for one more yeah, story. Yeah, we do this. It's a quick read. Yeah. Uh, Gravedigger dies after falling into grave. He was digging. Uh, an employee at the Val de Los Angeles Mausoleum. Yep. Fell into a grave. He was digging and died from suffocation as a result. Oh, that I'm wondering sucks. if the like dirt fell in on him because how do you suffocate in a hole? It's it, an it open air hole. Yeah, it, it, they don't lid them. Unless he's a really bad hole digger, and it was like just enough to get just in. head size. <laughs> <laughs> he ostriched Wait. himself yeah, to death. Yeah, he just stuck his head in the ground. <laughs> 
<laughs> and waited. <laughs> it's not like he went unconscious, really. <laughs> he got choked on dirt. Head rush from flipping anyway. his head over so fast. Uh, 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 head rush. Head rush. Uh, oh, I can't breathe. Oh, you I'm know, dead. Uh, all condolences to the family? Yeah, the unidentified man had been digging the grave for a body that was brought there later the, that same day when he suddenly fell in. After the fall, a large amount of earth fell on oh, and around him, it looks like, okay. resulting in his death due to suffocations. Uh, colleagues attempted to help by calling 911 and retracting the 30-year-old man from the pit. I hope it was in that order. Yeah, he looks okay. Yeah. Who has a phone? I have uh, one bar, yeah. dude. No. One bar. All right, wait. There's a 7-Eleven six miles that way. <laughs> Can you go down there and call 911? No, no. I'm telling you, if you go up by the Jones grave up at the top of the hill, you get two bars. Go up okay. and just walk around in circles till you get that second you bar. You go to the Jones grave. You go to the 7-Eleven. And then report back to me which one has it. And then we'll decide which one to go to to use it. <laughs> and then they finally pull his body out while all that's happening and find out he has a satellite phone on him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We got a sat phone. Does anybody know how to use a sat phone? I think it's like a regular phone. It just uses the satellite instead of you know. But it's like you have to dial out. Like do you have to dial the satellite don't, first. Don't to all call? phones use satellites? Shut up, Jim. Shut up. <laughs> oh, nerdy Jim's at it again. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Thirty minute fight. <laughs> help! Help! <laughs> Shut up. Whatever your name is, unidentified man. <laughs> yeah, they don't give his name, but I guess it's because, you know, oh, he died. Oh, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, uh, sorry. It says an autopsy is being performed on the body, you know, to figure out how he died? Well, it well, wasn't the dirt that suffocated him. Yeah. Actually, it was yeah. erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> he just had a belt yeah. around his neck in the grave. He was just jerking it, and then all the dirt went, yeah, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, turn it into Not again! Yeah. <laughs> what is that again? <laughs> Yeah, combined with the community neglect happening above him, six feet above him, there was a fight that broke out for 25 minutes. Somebody had to put it on World Star, and of course the, the the service is so bad it took forever for that video to upload. And then we were all just gathered around watching the World Star video. World Star video when the police arrived it was like, "What's going on here?" And he's like, "Well, I think there's a man down in the hole, sir." Well, God damn it, let's get him out of there. <laughs> Old rapey Joe came to save the day. Oh, there we again. go, bring it back and around. He came around. Yep. So uh, yeah, that's that's the whole story. That was literally yes. the end. So and that probably, was enough. That was enough new content. Just whatever we did there. Yeah, um, good timing. Works and out. I, yeah, and I did just want to note. Um, I'm not really going to go into detail about this. Uh, uh, what we're going to be going out on. I'll probably put put some music behind it as well. Um, but um, uh, because it's it's gone viral since it uh, was. Uh, first of all, the the this book, uh, quote unquote, um, on Kindle at uh, or on Amazon um, ebook called "Kissing the Coronavirus." We've covered like Chuck Tingle. Uh, story oh, yeah, we used to here. do a lot of the erotic readings. So, this is a 16 page ebook launched at Amazon April 22nd, but only recently went viral. So, a lot of you have probably already heard about it because it's been popping up on like major outlets and stuff. Yeah, so, a, it friend, really... a friend sent me a link to it just the other yeah. day. It's not really worth, uh, you know, going into the story about it because instead, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is uh, gonna go ahead and uh, do a reading of my of own. All of it, um, <laughs> I might, and if you want it, I guess. <laughs> I can hey, you can it post out. it on that website it's only that allows pages. you to upload erotic readings. That's true. Yep. And in fact, Audible might even like pay you for it if it's I, good well, enough. Yeah. The, the thing is, that it would technically belong to the author and stuff, so I'd have to. You I'd have contact to have the them. author yeah, and send him a this copy. Is, and be like, it's his copyrighted material. Um, so if, but I can definitely uh, record at least the first few uh, uh, pages of it or something. Change like a that. word here and there so it's not the original copyright. Well, it still would be. I think pretty change, close. change a character's name. Say it's original. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, uh, honestly, I've read the first couple pages. I was laughing out loud. Pretty, it's it's very Chuck Tingley in the way that it's clearly written. 
to be pretty humorous. Like, okay. um, so it's, 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 some of the terminology used is pretty fucking hilarious. I mean, I don't know, maybe somebody thinks this is really sexy or whatever, but, um, I'm glad that it's getting the attention. Uh, it currently has a rating of four out of five stars on Amazon. Um, and, uh, anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, leave you all with my reading of that. Um, and I hope you all enjoy it. And in the meantime, uh, have a happy Halloween week. Uh, we'll get you on the next one and get lost. Get lost. Dr. Alexa Ashingtonford stared at the test tube between her fingers, her perfectly pink manicured nails clashing the pale, bubbling liquid inside. She recognized the power she had in her grip, the virus which had claimed so many lives and which made her heart beat furiously like a wild tiger thrashing in its cage. The coronavirus. Despite the devastation the virus was causing across the globe, Alexa felt a rush of excitement every time she picked up the corona sample, like a pulsating erect penis, desperate to unleash its devastation on anyone who touched it. It had been so long since Alexa had been with the man that the virus was the only thing she could get near to which gave her any sort of thrill. The tickle in her knickers when she worked with the sample was the only sexual release she had experienced since the virus had unleashed hell and taken its hold on the world. And now, she held it in her hand, gripped it tight. She bit her lip. Imagine what she could do with it. She rubbed her hand over her breast, her nipple hardening like a tic-tac. Imagine how she would feel if she touched herself with it. Pretty great, Alexa thought. Pretty great indeedly. Alexa lowered the test tube and unbuttoned the bottom two poppers of her lab coat. She took the test tube and shook it. The bubbling, creamy liquid sloshed against the inside of the tube. It fizzed up and Alexa swore she could feel the glass expanding, swelling up and down as she shook the tube. A shock of electricity coursed through her veins, eventually stopping as it reached her vagina. It was like she'd sat on a battery. Everything tingled, and it felt good. But Alexa knew it could feel better. Much better. Alexa pulled down her lab pants and pulled her panties to the side, her pussy so wet that the lace glided against her skin like a fat man on a water slide. She lowered the test tube. As the COVID-19 sample got closer to her, she felt the rush, an intense burst from within, like an entire firework display going off at once. She twisted the test tube in her grip, ready to push it inside. She'd done this with so many men who didn't know how to control their own flailing cocks, like they'd had minds of their own and required guidance. Alexa tightened her grip on the tube. She imagined it had veins pumping blood to keep it hard for her. She thought about the power. She touched the test tube to her wet lips. Dr. Ashington Ford, will you mind cataloging these new test samples? Shit. Alexa hadn't realized that her boss, Dr. Gertlichund, had walked back into the lab. Thankfully, her back had been to the door, or else Dr. Gertlichund would have seen everything. And that kind of gave Alexa a little rush, too. Not that she liked Dr. Gertlichund. He wasn't the sort of guy she usually went after. She liked big, muscular men who looked like Greek statues except with huge cocks rather than small ones. Dr. Gertlichund was small and had a funny mustache. 
but after having been stuck in a lab with him for so long, so deprived of the feeling of a hot man-dog inside her lubricated pussy bun, she'd even considered asking him if he'd be interested in a quick bit of sex to help her get over her infatuation so she could get on with searching for a cure. Because that's what they were there for. Not for lust-induced sessions with the cause of the pandemic. They were there for the cure, and they were determined never to leave the lab until it had been found. However, Alexa still held a grudge against Dr. Gertlichund. She still thought about hate-fucking him, sure, but her pride was more important than a bit of slap and tickle. She knew the vaccine they were waiting to trial on human patients needed just a little more COVID-19 in order for the body to properly build up the necessary antibodies. But would Dr. Gertlichund listen? No, he would not. 